Good morning, everybody. All right. So this morning, uh, before we, uh, sorry, before I say a prayer over our, our giving, our offering this morning, our tithes, I do have a, a blessed life moment for you, a, a Thanksgiving blessed life moment. And it goes like this. I think it's a pretty safe thing to say that the David of the Bible did not always have a simple or easy life by any means. <laughs> any casual perusing of the Psalms will likely find you in some passage where David is calling out for rescue from his many enemies and as often as not, as often as not even from himself. And yet, in the midst of these Psalms, there are at least a dozen instances of his crying out to some effect, Oh, give thanks to the Lord, for he is good and his mercy endures forever. And in this statement, I find a declaration, a confession, a command, and a promise all rolled into one. And it is very apparent that there is a certain power that comes from a consistent, constant, genuine heart of thanksgiving. And this is something that David remembers, remembers in 1 Chronicles 16, after having been given a victory. Um, and after this victory, he writes this song, this psalm, this prayer in effect. And as I read this song of praise, I would remind us that we indeed, in Christ, are meant to be evidence of a life lived in victory, a victory that is found only in the cross. And that we too can take part in this passionate heart of thanksgiving every single day, not just on whatever day in November. And as I read this, uh, this verse from First Chronicles, or this chapter, I should say, um, David is speaking to the Israeli of the to the kingdom of Israel. But I think we can see the glimmerings of things that we can gather from it as Christians today. And I think, in effect, this will be my prayer for us today. So maybe I'll have us close our eyes and just think about the words that David is praying over us and the things that we are to think about as we come into this season, as we go past this season, how we are to look at our Lord. So, oh, give thanks to the Lord. Call upon his name. Make known his deeds among the peoples. Sing to him. Sing songs to him. Talk of all his wondrous works. Glory in his holy name. Let the hearts of those rejoice who rejoice seek the Lord. Seek the Lord in his strength. Seek his face forever and evermore. Remember his marvelous works which he has done, his wonders and the judgments of his mouth. O seed of Israel, his servant, you, children of Jacob, you are his chosen ones. He is the Lord our God. His judgments are in all the earth. Remember his covenant forever, the word which he commanded for a thousand generations, the covenant which he made to Abraham and his oath to Isaac and confirmed it to Jacob for a statute, to Israel for an everlasting covenant, saying, To you I will give this land of Canaan as an allotment of your inheritance. And even when you were few in number, indeed very few, and even strangers in that land, when, they went, when you went from one nation to another and from one kingdom to another people, he permitted no man to do you wrong. Yes, he rebuked even kings for your sake, saying, Do not touch my anointed ones, and do not, and do my prophets no harm. Sing to the Lord, all you earth. Proclaim the good news of his salvation from day to day to day. 
Declare his glory among the nations, his wonders among all you peoples. For the Lord is great and greatly to be praised. He is also to be feared above all gods. For all the gods of the peoples are but idols. But the Lord has made the heavens themselves and honor and majesty are before him. Strength and glad- gladness are in his place. Give to the Lord, O families of the peoples. Give to the Lord glory and strength. Give to the Lord the glory due his name. Bring an offering and come before him. O worship the Lord in the beauty of holiness. And tremble before him all you earth. The world is firmly established. It shall not be moved. Let the heavens rejoice and let the earth be glad. And let them say among the nations, the Lord reigns forever. Let the sea roar and let the field rejoice and let the trees of the woods rejoice. For he is coming to judge this world. But give thanks to the Lord, for he is good and his mercy endures forever. And say, save us, O God, of our salvation. Gather us together, deliver us from evil, and give thanks to your holy name to triumph in your praise. Blessed be the Lord God from everlasting to everlasting. Amen. And a reminder that the tithe boxes are on the back doors. Don't you say this out to me? The Lord is good, and His mercy, His loving kindness endures forever. The Lord is good, and His mercy endures forever. This is the truth, forever and ever, and He will never let us down. How was it in that song that we sang? He will never, he's never going to let us down. He will never let us down. He will never let us down. Say that. He will never let us down. He will never let me down. He will never let me down. This is the truth. This is the truth. So, that's one way to have to be thanksgiving is is our giving. Thanksgiving, like when we give our tithes and offerings unto God, it's a thanksgiving that we give unto the Lord for what he has done for us and all he's done. Um, <clears throat> just a few things mentioned as far as giving here at, toward the end of the year. Um, Brittany Fairbanks, who has been working in a orphanage, an orphanage in Mexico for the last eight years, will be here next Sunday to just bring a brief sharing about what she's doing there, and to let us know, you know, about what she's doing. And uh, there'll be an opportunity then to give to her, and. Uh, we would, we'll probably be doing it the same we normally do. We'll just use the envelopes and put it in the boxes for Brittany. Want you to know about that. And then on December 10, we're having a Gideon. His name is Wayne Teeman. He will be with us for representing the Gideons who distribute Bibles throughout the world. Uh, just to let you know that. And then also different building maintenance things, you know, giving toward, uh, we could call it the building fund, I guess, 
It may seem a little cool in here this morning, but when I got here shortly after 8 this morning, it was 52 degrees in this room. It ain't 52 in here anymore, or you probably wouldn't be sitting in there. We'd be all having Angie lead us some more clapping songs, but it's the temp is going up, and but uh, it has to do with with the furnace for the LP gas for here, and uh, just having to do some work on that, uh, some fixing, and so, and then I don't have the f exact figure yet, but something we're thinking, there are some projects like for next spring we're thinking of, and then also I mentioned a sign that we can have above the sign that we have on Highway 71 there. That one is in memory of Pauline Fellows, uh, Joan's mom, Joan Pomp's mom. But above it we're thinking to put <clears throat> something that can announce things that are currently happening. And so we'll we'll try to get a quote of what that would be sometime here too for us to be giving toward. Um, message today from the Word of God. It is a good thing to give thanks to the Lord. And we sang a song that some of you might remember from the early 70s from Psalm 92. It is a good thing to give thanks to the Lord. It is a good thing to give thanks. Um, giving of thanks or thanksgiving, it's an expression of a heart that is spirit-controlled. It exposes an outlook, outlook toward life. I mean, that's what a heart that's thankful, a thankful and it's expressed through the mouth and through other ways uh, that lends toward life. And it's filled with gratitude. And it has special benefits. Special benefits when we are living that kind of a life. You know, one thing I'm actually thankful for is that in this nation, we have a holiday, Thanksgiving, to God. Thanksgiving to God uh, in the United States of America. It's, uh, now it's the fourth Thursday of uh, November each year. And it's something that we celebrate. Now maybe not everyone realizes it's Thanksgiving to God. You know, it's not just Turkey Day. I know most people eat turkeys. Uh, and there's football. There's usually football on most of the day on Thanksgiving Day. But really, it was initiated and started. It's Thanksgiving to God. And it's a national holiday. So I'm, th I'm thankful for that. But what a huge difference between living a life that's prone to grumbling and complaining about whatever to a life that's lived in an attitude of gratitude, attitude of thanksgiving. It's really a difference between living a stressed out life or living a life of peace, a life of ease rather than disease. There's something about it, a thankful heart. Because what it does, it shows a heart toward God. It shows what's in our heart. Out of the heart issue forth things from 
the other expressions that we have in our life, like what comes from our mouth, our expressions of doing, expresses thankfulness, or it can be complaining and grumbling and such. Total difference. And ultimately, it's a matter of life and death. You know, in Romans 8, 6, which we've looked at not too long ago, more extensively, but we'll just read it this morning. It says, For the mindset of the flesh, mindset, part of a mindset of the flesh is grumbling and complaining. But it's death. It brings death. But the mindset, the frame of mind of the spirit is life and peace. What a contrast. So I, I, I desire, I want to have that mindset. And you know what, I believe we're growing in that. But more than likely, each one of us have places, maybe it's specific areas that we tend to grumble and complain. Maybe it's more in general for some, but the Lord is moving that. We're growing into that place of gratitude and thanksgiving. Thanksgiving. Giving thanks is what a spirit-controlled person does. We might say it's what a godly person does. Godly person. But let's look at Psalm 92, where that song came from. And there's some capitalization of words I, I put in there, just to let you know that. But it says in verse 1, it is good. Now this is a New Living Translation. It is good. Say good. Good. It's good to give thanks to the Lord. To sing praises to the Most High. And it was interesting. I looked that word good up in the strong concordance and we'll have it here up on the wall too. But some shades of the meaning of that word from strong concordance here. It is good. Well, this is what it had there. It's beautiful, bountiful, cheerful, at ease. Some interesting shades here. Favor, fine, glad, good, gracious, joyful, kindly, kindness, loving, merry, pleasant, pleasure. There, it is a lot more pleasant. It's a lot more merry. It's a lot more pleasure and such to hear thanksgiving come forth from someone than grumbling and complaining, isn't it? You ever noticed that? And see, we're talking about thanksgiving to God, but really we can learn thanksgiving toward one another too, right? Toward one another. So pleasure, precious, prosperity, sweet, wealth, welfare, and so on. Shades of meaning there. And verse 2 says, It is good, another good thing, to proclaim. And proclaiming is it's speaking it forth. Your unfailing love. That unfailing love, that's the covenant love. See, we're in covenant with God. 
And it's the unfailing love that God has toward us. Sometimes it's called loving kindness, like in King James. And, but this unfailing, unfailing love, and we proclaim it, just to proclaim it. God's love. The Lord is good and his mercy endures forever. That's a really good phrase to be speaking forth in the morning. Your faithfulness in the evening. God is faithful. And then verse 4 says, You thrill me, Lord, with all you have done for me. You know, just think about all he's done for you. Just think about it this morning on this Thanksgiving service day. You thrill me, Lord, with all you've done for me. And I sing for joy because of what you have done. I sing for joy because of what you've done. Oh, Lord, what great works you do. What great works you do and how deep are your thoughts? And the deep there, that's profound and to the root. His thoughts go deep. He has done great works. He does great works in our lives. And his thoughts toward us and what he would do in our lives, the work in our lives, they go deep, deep all the way to the core, all the way to the root of our being. And their thoughts for good, not for evil. Their thoughts for positive, good things in our lives. That's what he desires. But you have made me as strong as a wild ox. I got a feeling wild oxes are pretty strong. <laughs> That's what he, the psalmist is saying here. You've, you've made me strong. Now, if there's an area this morning in your life where you're sensing a weakness, that you feel weak, you just have that. Maybe it's for some, it's overwhelming to you. Maybe it's overwhelming this morning to you. He makes you strong. Just like we sang, let the weak say, I am strong. Let's say that this morning. I am strong. And we think of that specifically in the areas where, you know, Maybe other people or even we would be thinking, I'm really so weak. But I'm strong in the Lord and in the power of his might. That's where the strength comes. And you have anointed me with the finest oil. The finest oil. You've anoint he's anointed us with the finest. That's the Holy Spirit who dwells inside of us. The finest oil. We're anointed with the oil of the Holy Spirit. And thank you, Lord, for a fresh filling of your Spirit here this morning upon each person that's here. A fresh filling of your Spirit upon each one this day. And then verse 11 says, My eyes have seen the downfall of my enemies. Now see, oftentimes, that's a thing, too, of faith. 
for the future. Enemies that have come against your life, come against my life, or come against your children, or grandchildren, or whatever it may be, you know, in the areas of financial areas, health areas, relational areas, enemies. My eyes have seen the downfall of my enemies. The just shall live by faith. We walk by faith and not by sight in the natural realm. Amen? And that's what we're saying, what we're seeing here. My eyes have seen the downfall of my enemies. And my ears have heard the defeat of my wicked opponents. And that's when we are filled with the Word of God and then speak forth the Word of God, which is really the, the rhema of God. There's a couple Greek words there. Logos speaks of the whole counsel and Word of God. But then rhema is a specific word that we have received ourselves from the Lord. And we speak it forth into our situation, into the thing that we're dealing with. Speaking it forth. Speaking it forth. That is the word where it says the sword of the Spirit, which is the word of God. That's the rhema of God. That's the sword that cuts the enemy off. That's the sword. I'm so praying this morning that these words will connect with your heart. These things of giving thanks and seeing things by faith, even things which we haven't seen come to pass yet. Verse 12 says, But the godly will flourish like palm trees and grow strong like the cedars of Lebanon. Those are both trees that are known for their enduring qualities, even through storms in life. The cedars of Lebanon and the palm trees. And it says here that the godly, and part of that is those that are living in a frame of mind of thankfulness unto God for all he's done and what he is doing, they'll be like those trees, they'll flourish. And it says in verse 13, for they're transplanted to the Lord's own house. They flourish in the courts of our God. Flourishing, that's how God wants us to be. And yes, we're transplanted into his house, into his family. We've been taken from the realm of darkness and we've been translated, we've been transplanted into the kingdom of light. Hallelujah, that's where we are. This is the truth of the Word of God. Flourishing in the courts of our God. And then verse 14. Even in old age, they will still produce fruit. I didn't think much about that verse in the past. But as I'm getting older, I'm thinking more of it. Especially the last few years, it seems like. I've been thinking about that. You know, as we grow older, let's flourish. Produce fruit. 
even in old age, they will still produce fruit. You know, this goes to a mindset too. I talked, somebody talked to me a week ago, I guess it was or so, they gave me a call and asked, had some prayer requests. Some, not someone from this, our church here, but, but uh, they were just asking for prayer because different, different things were going on in their body and so forth in their lives. And this person can't be 50 yet. And I says, well, what's, what's the deal? What's going on? You know, and he said, well, I'm just getting old. And I thought, no. <laughs> no. No, 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 no. Even in old age, they will still produce fruit. They will remain, what? Vital. And what? Not going to dry up. I just saw an article about a lady from Michigan. When she was 67 years old, her husband had passed away. And at 67, what do you do then? She went to school. She went to Rama Bible Training Center when she was 67. And then she went out on missions for the next 25 years all around the different places around the world. She's a hundred years old now. And uh, Mrs. Meyer, her name is, and uh, she's just start, she's writing a book at a hundred years old. Good thing to do when you're a hundred. <laughs> to write about all the good things God has done in my life. Amen? Amen. That's a good goal for each of us. But see, part of it is the mindset. I would just listen yesterday when I was on the treadmill, I was listening to Andrew Womack and he was teaching about some things and he said when it comes to healing, he says it's one thing you can get somebody healed in their body, but if they're not healed in their mind, I mean if they don't see themselves as well, he says they're going to get sick again. If they see themselves as sickly, if that's what their mind, their frame of mind is, that I'm sick. I've always been sick. There's a renewal that needs to come in their mind. Where does that come from? It comes from the Word of God. The truth. It has to get out of there. He was saying it's kind of like a blackboard. When, you're, when, you, when something that's not correct is written up on the blackboard instead of a clean slate. He says it's easier to get people healed, especially if they haven't learned contrary ways that the God might want them sick. He says it's easier to get them healed if it's just a clean slate up there. You just start writing the word there, you might say, on their, in their mind, the heart of their mind. But he says if there's something up there already, you've got to erase it. He said, sometimes the eraser doesn't even get rid of all that chalk and everything. You got to get out the sponge and, and wash it off and, and so forth. So anyway. Hallelujah. The Lord is cleaning out that junk from our minds so that we can be well and whole and remain vital and green. Verse 15. They will declare 
The Lord is just. This is in the old age, too. He is my rock. Let's say that. He is my rock. And the next line. There is no evil in him. There is no bad evil in God. It's basically what evil is. It's bad. Okay, here's a true story of thanksgiving. And giving him glory through through giving thanks. Luke 17. And we'll get, if you could get that video ready, we'll show it after we have this scripture. Now it happened as he went to Jerusalem, that's Jesus, that he passed through the midst of Samaria and Galilee. Then as he entered a certain village, there met him ten men who were lepers, who stood far off. And they lifted up their voices and said, Jesus, Master, have mercy on us. So when he saw them, he said to them, Go show yourselves to the priest. And so it was, as they went, they were cleansed. And one of them, when he saw that he was healed, returned and with a loud voice glorified God and fell down on his face at his feet, giving him thanks. And he was a Samaritan. So Jesus answered and said, Were there not ten cleansed? But where are the nine? Were there not any found who returned to give glory to God except this foreigner? And he said to him, Arise, go your way, your faith has made you well. Now Andre Crouch, he wrote a song that includes this story. And we're going to get the lights here and we're going to show, show that video clip. Uh, it's, it's a song, Take a Little Time to Thank the Lord. so very long But one day Jesus passed their way And when he spoke their disease was healed that day But they all went on their merry merry way And only one returned and said I've got something something I'd like to say He said to you, maybe I can't see, 
But this one thing I know the man is everything to me Yes he is I remember the time When the job for me was so hard to find Still the Lord made a way for me Just in the nick of time I remember when I was sick And my doctor said I wouldn't get well Oh, but the Lord touched my body And right now I'm able to tell that went on their way without thanking you but I want to be like the one who returned I can see him now as he pressed his way through the crowd with tears of joy in his eyes and he began to say thank you Lord oh thank you Lord something now we'll, we'll hand out those sheets now we're going to just hand you a sheet of paper that give you just a few minutes just to write down some things that you are thankful to God for you know some of them may be things that have already happened but some maybe there are things you're thanking God that's coming in the future because we can learn to give thanks before we see the manifestation in the natural realm for what we're thanking God for. If you need a pencil or something, let them know that too. You can just hand them down the end of the rope probably, or whatever works the best there. But, <clears throat> but you see, between the time when we've prayed and then when we see the manifestation of something, it's not a time to be anxious and filled with care and worry. You say, is this possible? Well, let's look at the word concerning that in Philippians 4, starting at verse 6. It says, be anxious for nothing. Very familiar scripture that we can be doers of. Be anxious for nothing, but in everything by prayer and supplication. Then what does it say? With what? What? Thanksgiving is is in there. There it is, thanksgiving. Be anxious for nothing, but pray about things with thanksgiving. Let your request be to be known to God, and then the peace of God, which surpasses all understanding, will guard your hearts and minds through Christ Jesus. And that's before you see it manifested in the natural realm, give thanks. You can begin to write things down even now as I'm finishing up a few things. So don't worry, but give thanks. Yes, thanks is something we give. Thus we have thanksgiving. 
So let's do it with these handout sheets now. There are some books, some Bibles in some of the seats for maybe you can turn, get your iPhone, flip it over and use that or something or your knee or to, to write on um, with that paper. But um, write down some things that you are thankful to God for, which you are currently experiencing here in your life. And be a little creative with that, I mean, in your thinking. But then think of thanks for who you are in Christ. Maybe those are some things you could write down. Who you are in Christ, what you are in Christ, and what aspects of salvation have come to you through his death and resurrection. Some things to be thankful for. And then, also, you can write down things which you have prayed for and you're now giving thanks for for they're coming to pass in the days ahead. Hallelujah. Thank you, Lord. As you continue, there's one more scripture here I'll read. Psalm 107, 1 and 2, New Living Translation. It says, Give thanks to the Lord, for he is good. His faithful love endures forever. Has the Lord redeemed you? Verse 2 says, then speak out. Tell others he has redeemed you from your enemies. Hallelujah. Give you about 30 more seconds and then we're going to do something. Okay, I have a few words of instruction for us for the rest of the service here. Uh, we're going to do something for about five minutes or so here. At about 25 to the hour, the children are going to come up, and they've been working on some of these same things in, in their classes, and so they're going to come up and share some of the things that they're thankful for um, that they've written down. But uh, what I'd like to have us do for about the next five minutes is just, well, not yet, but I'll tell you when, but we'll be standing up and then just kind of like when we greet each other, just go to a few folks and share what you're thankful for. Just to share what you're thankful for. And we'll do that for a few minutes. But then, at about 25.2 or so, we'll uh, come back and sit in our seats and then we'll have the children share before we go for lunch. And we do have lunch today, by the way. Adana and Marie are preparing. And we also, there's pumpkin pie as well. So, okay, let's stand up and let's just take a few minutes. Take a little time right now to share, to proclaim it. 
Let the redeemed of the Lord say so. So you can stay with one person, but you can also move around to a different person too. Got a couple minutes, well, maybe a minute and a half left here, so. Okay, kids are here ready, so we'll have them come up front. You can find your seats. Okay. <laughs> yeah, I think up there would be a good spot so people can see them better. By the way, if you got a pen, you can just, there's a table on the back, you can just set them on there on your way out if you got a pen to use. I'm going to sit down here so I. Okay, and again, we're so thankful for our teachers. You know, here's Doreen with the preschool, and we have Kathy with our elementary age. And we're so thankful for what you do. Who shall I give this to? Okay. Okay, so everyone has written on papers what they are thankful for, and we are going to go around and read them. So, yeah. Do you want to read yours? Uh-huh. I am thankful for God and Jesus' angels, family, pets, friends, neighbors, protect, protecting, water, food, beautiful world, the Bible, I'm learning, um, breathing, being alive, saving us, and also being a good, kind God, changes and choices we can make, also love and spending time with me. Thank you, Lord. I am, I am thankful for my mom and dad, thankful for shelter, thankful for the world. I am thankful for my family. Yes, 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 yes. I'm thankful for my family and my friends and my pets and brothers and sisters. Yes, 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 yes. I'm thankful for my turtle, my cats, my family. <laughs> I'm thankful for my family, friends, food, water, house, church, and school. I'm thankful for the veterans. Oh, thank you, Lord. 
I'm thankful for church, God, food, family, and the Lord. I'm thankful for my family. Yes, yes, yes. I'm thankful for my my family. Yes, 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 yes. I'm thankful for my family. Yes, yes, yes. I am thankful for my family and God and for God making me. And for thank you for making me amazing God. Yes, 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 yes. I am thankful for my family, God and Jesus, water, life, food, and shelter, nature, and, f and friends. Yes. I am thankful for my mom and my dad. Mm -hmm. Yes. I am thankful for family, food, water, and clothes. Yes, yes, yes. So then over here, we have, we're thankful for animals. And do you want to say what yours are? Me. Okay, grapes, chicken, and Snoopy. And then we got puppies, my family, my horse, my dog, Callie. I am thankful for my mom, my dad, and my baby sister. I am thankful for the trees. My, I'm thankful for my family eating mashed potatoes and turkey. <laughs> and then we're thankful for my sister, and then thankful for mom, dad, kittens, Gavin, Lily, and dogs. And then thankful for chicken. Oh, sure. Good. Okay, let's stand up and say that with them, okay? Psalm 136.1, was it? Give thanks to the Lord, for he is good. Psalm 136.1. All right. Well, as we go for lunch... Why don't we have prayer here and then we can continue giving thanks and sharing with one another during that time as we partake of the meal and the pie and so forth. But Lord, we do. We just thank you for all of our kids here. We do, do pray your blessing over, in fact, just reach your hands up here, Tord. We pray your blessing over every one of these, Lord, these children and all the kids, some that maybe aren't here today, Lord, we just pray your covering, your protection over them, your care and keeping over them, and we thank you. We, last week we talked about a spiritual flu shot, we just cover them all with that now. In Jesus' name, 
freedom from all those colds and flus and everything that go around schools and such. In Jesus' name, a spiritual covering around them. And Lord, we also thank you for their teachers, your blessing and continued strength for them. We think of our nursery workers as well. In Jesus' name. And now we thank you for your blessing on this meal that we're going to partake together. And your grace and peace upon us all. Give us a thankful mouth as well as heart in Jesus' name. And everyone said, Amen. Thank you, children. You can come and if you have a prayer need, you can come for prayer too.